Welcome to Connecting with Coincidence with psychiatrist Bernard David Beitman, MD. Dr. Beitman is the founder of the Coincidence Project. The project encourages people like you to tell each other coincidence stories. To learn more about Dr. Beitman's work, put Connecting with Coincidence in your web browser. You'll find his book, his Psychology Today blog, and the interviews from this podcast. And now your host, Bernard Beitman, MD. Welcome to Connecting with Coincidence. I am your host, Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD. Yes, this is CC with BB 2.0. If you wish to support us here at Connecting with Coincidence, please like and subscribe. Increasing subscriber numbers increases our reach. Those of you watching us on YouTube, write us one of your coincidence stories in the comments sections. We will reply. One day when I was eight or nine, I came home from school on my bike and rode into the driveway and there was my mother um, standing in the doorway of the house. I looked around and asked, where's Snapper? Snapper was our dog, was my dog. Uh, and she said, I don't know. Um, I, why don't you go to the police station and uh, ask them if they know? So the good boy that I was, I got back on my bike rode back to the elementary school, which is right near the police station, went across the blacktop, past the big trees, and then hit the big street. The big street I'd never crossed before because the police station was on the other side. I went over there to the police station, parked my bike at the foot of the stairs, climbed up some stairs, then a big sidewalk, then some more stairs, walked in the big door, then there was a big desk and a big man with a uniform sitting behind the desk. And I said, have you seen my dog? He said, sorry, son, uh, I haven't seen your dog. I started crying. I started crying and just left, went through the doors, down the stairs, got on my bike, tears running from my face. I didn't know what was going on. I was just, where was Snapper? And I rode down the sidewalk, but little did I think about it, but I was going the wrong way home. It was like, didn't cross back on the big street. And I kept riding a little bit. And what did I see coming towards me? A dog. And he walked just like Snapper did. And there he was. It was Snapper. I was so happy. I was so happy. I was so happy. And I stopped. He jumped up on my leg. And uh, as if to say... Where have you been? What took you so long? So we went home. And that was the beginning of my understanding of something that I now call human GPS, which is getting to where you need to be without knowing how you got there. Our guest today helps people randomly maneuver in new physical spaces to discover adventures and experience. He is a random knot. Tobias Rayoni last roams, Hi, <laughs> roams, Hi, Tobias. roams the borderland between art and technology, magic and engineering. He has been working as a media artist, video technician, and web developer. He currently works as project manager at Randonauts Company, the makers of the Randonautica app. 
Now, I got to you because of that app and because it's so weird. And it's very much like that human GPS that I was just talking about. Um, but I wonder if you tell our listeners uh, a little bit like PR about Randonautica, because it's so very interesting and they might want to try it. Yeah, thanks for having me on. <clears throat> and uh, incredible story with your dog. Thank you. Um, yeah, Randonautica is, uh, is an app uh, that's available for iOS and for Android. And um, basically what the app does is um, it generates a random location, a random coordinate within a given radius. And then uh, you are free to visit that spot and uh, see what you find there and uh, what experiences you might have on the way. Um, the idea sounds very random, um, but people, many, many people have tried it and um, have found, some of them have found really interesting things or had incredible experiences on the way there and it uh, became a big be movement. Before we get to that, I think we have to slow it down a little bit and talk about the ingeniousness of randomly assigning uh, coordinates for a person to get to. I, you said that, but you know it so well. I think for other people who are not so uh, three-dimensionally uh, inclined as you are and as I am, uh, try to describe what that app does in a little more detail, please. Sure. <clears throat> so when you open the app, you see um, a map, um, like the Google map that, that you know if you, if you use Google Maps for navigation, things like that. And you see your own location where you are uh, at this moment. And then you can um, very easily by zooming in or out define a, a radius in which you would find, uh, like to um, move around to, f to find some, something random. And then you have several buttons, um, which I can get in, into um, in a bit um, that will allow you to generate a random point inside this radius. And then basically it takes a moment until that point is generated and then you can hit another button and start navigating there. See, the, 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 the volunteer, the, the, the decision-making by the random knot, random knot um, is to pick that circumference, pick that circle, pick that radius within which the person wants to go. So yes. that's, that's a big part of it. So that's the way the person uh, helps really set this up by somehow, let me say intuitively or for other reasons, picking a particular circular space on the map to go to. Yes, exactly. And in addition, we also encourage people to to hold an intention in their mind about um, either about what they're expecting to see or um, something else. It doesn't have to be anything specific. It can just be an idea or a color or, or something like that, but you, you don't have to do that. But often um, when people go to these places, they find that it actually resonates with what they see resonates with, with the intention they had in the beginning. Uh, the intention idea is so relevant to the coincidence business uh, where it, it, so many times we, are, we ask people to hold an intention for what they would like to have happen. Part of the holding the intention is to then let go of it. 
you can't just hold on to it. And this is a basic um, spiritual practice that's very practical now, where you have an intention and then you let it go. And what I did with my dog was certainly had an intention to find him. And then I had to let it go because the policeman said it wasn't, I couldn't find him. And there he was. There's something about that we don't have to get into how that works, but I, I, maybe you have some ideas about how that works, uh, letting, having the intention and then letting it go. Um, it's very difficult. I mean, of course, I've, I've been thinking about that, uh, how, how it works, but there's so many different models that you could uh, look into for explanations that I have actually kind of stopped um, <laughs> asking the question how it works. Uh, or why does it work? And I, I like to uh, rather explore the that possibilities. It <laughs> that it, that that it works. works, exactly. Yeah. Well, I, I have been told by a colleague on the Coincidence Project uh, recently that I look for explanations too much. Uh, you got to like get into it. I think there's something to my doing that, but I'm not, I'm so curious about explaining things that I, I've got to get to the place that you just got was this, we don't know enough yet, so I'm going to let this one go too. I mean, that's kind of an intention that you let go of, and maybe it'll be something that you can have happen. So they have an intention in a in a circle. I'm going to say, I'm yes. intending something. It could be the color blue, but it could be something more specific. And then I'm going to hit my my app, and it's going to pick a place in that circle for me to go. Exactly. Okay. <clears throat> And the, the idea, be, I mean, the idea behind that was initially um, that to, to um, allow people to escape their deterministic daily life routines. So the, the initial um, premise was that, you know, in our everyday life, we, we, we just automatically almost do the same run the same errands, go to the same supermarkets. We have a job, so we go to the job. We know where the cafeteria is. We drive back and so on and so forth. Um, so we barely ever visit places that, that we don't um, need to be at or that are random. So in order to, to allow doing that, uh, this app was invented. So if you if you generate a random point and then you go there, it also it it really takes you out of your daily routine, in a way, uh, and it sometimes even opens your mind to new possibilities and things like that. I hope it doesn't surprise you to know that um, coincidences are more likely to happen when the web of ordinary reality gets torn. It's the same description that you use different words for it, but under stress, high emotion and need, that's another way of saying it, you get more coincidences. And that's, this is a, this is what I thought when I got into looking at this, this was a, a an app that helps increase when I'm so far increase coincidences as, as they're variably defined. What do you think of that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's also the, like the that's one of the reasons why we um, want people to to make an uh, to hold an intention when they generate the point because that sets you into that gets you into a whole different mindset um, and once you start navigating to the point 
you kind of stop being in, in your autopilot mode and um, you go to this place, you have to, we also encourage people to not only, you know, um, consider what will be at the place itself, but also on the way to the place. Yeah. So, so because of that, and because people um, get into this mindset of, oh my God, will there be some connection between my intention and on in my journey? they um people just open up and they walk through the world with much much more open eyes and yeah of course because of that they also get much more prone to actually encountering coincidences that are that might be meaningful and and that's what stress and, and high emotion and need do to people they open them up to new possibilities they're looking for something to help them rather than having the narrow view of uh, the way things have been Boy, this is this is even much closer than I thought to what uh, what we're doing with the, with coincidence with the coincidence thing. Uh, boy, I'm still I'm kind of still blown out by how you've operationalized some elements of the coincidence think of our coincidence thinking. Yeah, interestingly, um, <clears throat> in the beginning, when it was all about um, getting you to a place that you would normally not go to. Um, there was the phenomenon of that many people encountered that actually on the way to the point, they started to be afraid or stressed um, or started to feel uncomfortable. Um, and it, it, be, it became such a pattern that, that we started giving it the name despair meme because <laughs> it would happen to so many people. And, um, and the theory why this happens was exactly that 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 because you're breaking out of what we call the probability tunnel of your of your everyday life very good yeah um your body starts um really getting stressed because it is a new place and uh the you cannot you cannot um proper or the body or mind cannot properly anticipate what's going to happen so it happened to a lot of people but then once they got to the point and or when they started to, to do randonauting over and over again, um, it actually flipped into the opposite that they got much more excited and to, to explore the world or um, got excited about what am I going to find at the point. Um, so it really, um, some people really said it, it, it improved their life significantly. Uh, especially in this all last year uh, of the pandemic where a lot of people were isolated and, you know, um, didn't really have places to go to. Uh, it really opened up the possibilities for many people. I'm, I'm deeply pleased and amazed at how this mimics uh, the kind of more in the wild versions of coincidences. Uh, it, it open, once you start experiencing them, uh, the world becomes a magical place uh, where stuff happens if you because you're paying attention to them. And the more coincidences you see, the more you anticipate they're coming. And so it's a, it's a, it's, it's the same general idea. And it's kind of what I thought when I first started reading uh, and learning about you guys. So why don't you tell us some stories now about uh, human GPS and. Uh, and randonauticus. Um, yeah, f 
for the your the example that you gave with your, with your dog in the beginning, um, actually, some people also have found lost pets using randonauting, not necessarily at the point, but while going to the point, <laughs> they they got some other idea uh, or, or something like that, and eventually that led to people finding the point. Um, there are also other um, coincidences that have to do with pets. I remember this one story of um, a group of friends doing randonauting in their hometown, and it led them to a, a carving into the sidewalk. Somebody carved two names into the sidewalk, and it it was the the it matched exactly with the two names of the two cats that one of the two friends had. It was mm. something like Rocky and Daisy or something like that. And uh -huh. uh, they were blown away that it was the, the same name uh, that, that their pets had. Um, or another story, was a bit similar story was also one woman. Um, she, was, she was led to a cemetery and uh, around that spot where, where uh, that was on her map, she found two graves next to each other and the people that were buried there, um, one had the name A and the other one had the name B and her own last names were the combination of the two names of these two graves that were right next to each other. I mean, what is the, what are the chances that you, you find something like that? It's, uh, it's mind blowing. You've also had experience with people running into real live people not, not yeah. just written down, that have been important to them some subsequently. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, I recall one interesting um, trip report. There was a guy, he, he, um, he went to the point and then he was a bit disappointed that it was a private property. And so he, he didn't want to trespass and he didn't want to just walk around in somebody's front yard. But then he noticed on the front door there were... Um, Somebody had put um, like print out papers, eight of them that said "Welcome" in big in big letters on the on the front door. So he was wondering, okay, if somebody <laughs> puts so many papers saying "Welcome" on the door, maybe I can just go there and ring the doorbell. And so he went there and rang the door, and immediately some guy opened, and um, and he was asking, "What like who are you? What do you want?" And he he just openly told him what happened. It's like, I'm using this app and I'm just going to random places. And, uh, and the guy was blown away because he said the day before he had had a, some kind of life-changing experience that he, he was supposed to talk uh, about in front of a group of people the next day. And he was just at this moment sitting on his computer trying to, you know, plan out his talk. And then he was, he was, closing his eyes and saying, I need a sign. And in that moment was when the doorbell rang and he went to the front door and they, they had a chat about coincidences and about life-changing experiences. And then both of them just went their ways. It was just this really amazing uh, coincidence. Another principle of coincidences and this forms uh what my people people might call serendipity can be summarized as the dog that trots about finds a bone so you're encouraging people to trot about but there's a what has to be added that that the dog has to like make a move once he sees the bone 
that he had this guy had to see the welcome sign and then knock on the door. He could have seen the welcome sign and not knock on the door. Uh, I don't know how many times it's happened in life. I bet it's a lot where people had a door op potentially open to them that all said welcome on it, but they were afraid to knock on the door. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> well, those, I, I mean, I really like these, these stories and I, I, I was ho hoping I was, I was hoping uh, that maybe in what you said, there would be yet more like significant relationships begun when somebody used uh, the Randonautic, ran, the, the app, and that there wasn't just, hello, how are you? You came at this right time for me. We had a good talk, but it actually led to something that was a little bit more than that. Yeah, well, I mean, now that you say a relationship, uh, I just remember... Oh, one one uh, experience went the opposite. Uh, it was this this guy he wanted to go randonauting, uh, but I think his phone battery was dead or something like that. So he asked his wife if he could borrow her phone. Uh oh. <laughs> and and the moment he started randonauting, there was a text message coming like coming in onto the phone of some stranger that got him so suspicious. Uh, that he was asking his wife like what's going on and he basically found out that his wife was cheating on him and and, and they they ended the re their relationship uh, after after his randomizing attempt <laughs> so i think the uh what i'm getting from this it's not just the, the coordinates in the middle of the circle it's the getting there that has a lot to do with some of the stuff that happens because the app gets people to do things out of the ordinary as this guy asked his wife for the for the phone uh, yeah and it often has to do uh, so, like sometimes people ask very um or the intents that people have are very mundane and then they go on a trip and actually the trip turns out to be about things that were in their like that were important in their life for example one story was there was a, a girl with her mother uh they she wanted to show her mother randonautica so they they um were like okay what is your intent and the mother said i don't know uh, water maybe water and and the girl said yeah i want to see something red and i want to see a statue so they went on the trip and um, they didn't find anything. The, the point was actually the, the, the hospital in the city where they were. Um, so they didn't want to enter and, and they just went home, first disappointed. And then suddenly, um, I think it was the mother or the girl, I don't remember, but they get very sentimental and sad. And suddenly the mother said, yeah, I remember in this hospital there is... Uh, in the in the cancer ward there's this meditation room and in that meditation room they have a little water fountain and there's also like a red table with little statues on them and you and i were there when you were a very small kid and your grandmother died so it, it ended up to be this profound moment of kind of remembering the grandmother and having this moment together of 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 mourning and and just you know just fr from this really mundane idea like yeah let's try out this this app they they had this uh, profound experience together mother and daughter 
that's that really that's a wonderful story and that's that's more what i thought might happen uh and in a subset of uh, people using the app where something like that that's highly emotional which is what characterizes uh some coincidences the kind of like uh, uh there's a quality of transcendence that seems to come uh with some coincidence and, and this one has that quality to it and so you you are creating something and I, I know these stories are hard to remember some of them you've heard so many of them but do you collect these stories in some place where they can be looked at as a group well we have a we have a subreddit uh reddit.com slash um you know randonauts or something uh, uh -huh. I, I will i will give you the link and people just started posting their experiences there uh, but now, now for, for since a couple of weeks ago, we have actually trip reporting inside the app. So when people go on a trip and then experience something, they can actually immediately write down the experiences and share them, and other people can can see them inside the app. And uh, of course, we go also through all those stories and pick out the ones that are really interesting and and uh, try to you know show them to other people. Um, because there's still a lot of people that don't really know what this app is for or how to use it. So we kind of want to show them the possibilities um, and what they can do. Yeah, and, and, and we have, yeah, there are many, many stories of, of closure where the people really uh, found important closure moments through using the app or you know, where it took, the, it took them to places where they suddenly had childhood memories that kind of helped them be, um, remember things. And um, yeah, it's, it's very much entangled with the minds. And, and from my own experience, I, I noticed that um, because I have a four-year-old daughter and I noticed that um, doing it with kids is actually mind-blowing. Like the, the experience I've had trying out the app with her were um, so spot on that it it was it was almost creepy. Could you give like, us an I example? Remember this, yeah, yeah. I, I went one day, and we always call it treasure hunt because she, you know she doesn't know what randonautica means. Uh, so um, <clears throat> yeah, one day we went out in the morning, and I asked her when, like, before we generated the point, I asked her, "So, what would you like to find?" And you know, her being a kid, she was like, "I want a bike." <laughs> So I was like, no, that's not really how it works. You know, it should be something more general, whatever, typical dad talk. And she was like, no, I want the bike. So I was like, okay, so let's let's look for a bike. And uh, the point was, I saw that on the map, the point was uh, actually the parking lot of some supermarket in the area. But we went there anyway. And um, it was, I think, 7.30 in the morning or something, and there was barely any traffic not many people out and on the way there in the middle of the in the middle of the road was a blue abandoned bicycle without a lock <laughs> and i was like this this cannot be true so so I, we went there and we touched it and i saw okay it's a real bike and there's nobody around who looks like this you know this is their bike so we took it home and it was too big for her, but we found a bike. And on the same trip, uh, I, I asked her, so what do you want to find now? And um, 
she said she said uh trolley like she meant she meant actually you know like a how do you call it like a buggy where she can sit in i don't remember the english word you know the uh, like a pram i think you call it yeah okay yeah <clears throat> and uh, so we went uh to the next point and at that exact point was a shopping trolley it was not the trolley that she imagined but at the exact <laughs> coordinate there was an abandoned shopping trolley from some other supermarket so on the same <laughs> on the same trip we had two times a 100 percent intention hit and uh i still remember that it was it was crazy and ever since then she she just tells me or she she has the assumption that whenever we go out with this app and she wants something that we're going to find it which is kind of funny the, 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 again the interesting thing and related to coincidences is you know, the bike wasn't her size it was a bike but it wasn't her size and <clears throat> and the, the shopping cart was not something she could easily sit in now maybe she could but it wasn't what she was looking for so the the the, the connection between what the person has in mind and what the what actually happens sometimes has to be stretched to their similarity yeah and that's that's part of the coincidence thing is measuring uh similarity sometimes it's exactly the same but a lot of times as in this cases they're similar uh so that yeah. that that's a that's a, a wonderful that's a wonderful example also and as as let's let's step back a little bit from from this uh and get to get to what i think interests you a great deal which is the relationship between mind and environment that somehow i'm thinking that you think our minds are much more embedded in our environment than uh, we think we are with our only isolated skull thing yeah exactly and that um that's um yeah, there, there seems to be, I mean, from all these hundreds and hundreds of reports that we're getting, and also from my own experience, there is some weird, almost scary, depending on, on the, you know, the, the framing of how you see the world, there's this, this connection between what's going on inside your head, and what's going on in the world, which you which most people just uh, conceptualize as something completely independent from from what's going on in the mind <clears throat> but there's there are so many entanglements um between place and thought that um it, yeah it bears the question of uh, it, it, whether we have the right model to think about things like that um yeah, but it, it also makes sense. I mean, we are uh, born into a you know three D world with where everything has places and uh, and directions, uh, and our mind is probably mapped in the same way, um, and we just tell ourselves that uh, whatever goes on in here is just private and has nothing to do with anything that goes on outside um where whereas actually the opposite is often the case well this this psyche uh context psyche environment thing is so fundamental to the way a lot of us get to think when we do coincidences 
one of the variables, uh, one of the descriptions that I've come up with is seeing a lot of coincidences between mind and media. Uh, so that I wonder sometimes if we are becoming nodes in the vast internet connectiveness. Yeah. Yeah, I remember reading that uh, you, uh, that uh, Carl Gustav Jung uh, also thought along the same yes. lines of, yes. of uh, that there must be something uh, something beyond mind and, and matter that co actually co connects both things, that uh, they're not not really separable from each other yeah yeah I, that's what coincidences and now randonautica version of coincidences where i'm thinking about it is beginning to show evidence of uh evidence through stories and collecting the stories uh is becoming something that i'm getting involved with with uh, uh, a project that is has to do with trying to help people tell each other coincidence stories because in telling the story to somebody, you, you elicit their own coincidences sometimes. And that then gets a dialogue going about just what are these things? And they get us to places like, well, maybe my mind isn't so separate from your mind or other people's minds. Yeah. A lot of people have, uh, have really a problem wrapping their head around this idea, which totally makes sense. I mean, I was the same for most of my life. Um, for example, people that, that use the app for the first time, sometimes they ask, there's this question of, what do you mean by intention? I don't, yeah. I don't really understand what you want. Like, I don't see the field in the app where I type in my intention. <laughs> and uh, we're telling people, no, there is no such thing. You, you need to keep it in your mind while, while you're doing <laughs> it. And, and that also puts a lot of people off. They're like, well, that sounds so woo, I don't you know, it, it must be a scam. So, so a lot of people also don't even want to try it out because it just doesn't fit the model of the world that they have been taught uh, or that is kind of accepted as, um, you know, the main, the mainstream version of, of how things are supposed to work. <laughs> I'm surprised at that, um, really, because our brains just thinking in brain terms, are expectation machines. They're there to make probability estimates, our prefrontal cortex particularly, to make probability estimates about if I do this or that, this is what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's more the idea of uh, what does it what does it have to do uh, like if I keep in something in my mind, just an idea, and then uh, you know tap some button on an app, like how how is that connected? Uh, that some some people have difficulties uh, with well, that it's a, idea. It's a, it's a good question to wonder about. Yeah. That's for sure. I mean, that one. Yes, now I understand that uh, their confusion a little bit better. Uh, so they have to believe that there's some connection between the button and their intention. It's not their button so much. It's that the that the app gets them moving. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, it it also causes a lot of issues because um, when people actually try out the app and and then it leads them to some place that really has something to do with their intention they immediately think something must be wrong with this app like I, i'm probably being spied on and and um you know that like i'm being recorded and all my all my um interactions with other apps must be monitored so that somebody must have somehow found out what i want 
And then we have a database of places that match that. And, and that's the point that they're getting. Um, like the, it, it also causes um, quite some paranoia <laughs> with some people that really um, have such problems wrapping their head around that, that uh, it, it brings them to places like that, that there must be some, some evil intention behind that or some, you know, some monitoring, <laughs> which is completely not the case. It's, it's, it's um, you know, it's just in your head. <laughs> <laughs> but it's out there too. And that's, exactly. that's the trouble. That, that paranoid interpretation is so intriguing to me. And the logic of their thinking comes from not believing that there could be something random or something else going on. It has to be evil intent. That, that's, those are people who only can think of things in evil intent. They can't think beyond it. They have their own ways of explaining things, and we get to conspiracy theories that way, some of which are right. I mean, sometimes one of my favorite lines is, if you're not paranoid, you're not paying attention, because uh, there are things going on, yeah. but you can overdo any of these things. So that, what other problems has, uh, have people had with, uh, with the app? Um, yeah, before I get into that, it, okay. it, I mean, I, I know this idea for myself, like sometimes I, I don't know, I open Facebook or something like that. And then I see an ad that has to do with something that I was just thinking about five minutes ago, but I didn't tell anyone, I didn't Google it or, you know, there's like, I often have this, this synchronicity also with, with advertisement. And then it also makes me think, are they using the same principles <laughs> that we are using in our app, but they're just say, not, not saying it, you know? <laughs> well, that's the trouble. As you know, some of those ads are geared to what you've been looking at before, but some of them aren't. And it's, it's my, my favorite versions of these are like uh, uh, thinking of something um, uh, and a song comes onto the radio like a patient of mine who's like uh we're talking about her her she's a princess and she puts walls up particularly between her and her and her husband and she needs to have those walls come down so she gets in her car and hears a song called uh, uh called that has the line in it uh, castle walls uh bring your bring those walls down that's kind of been out yeah. there for a while so the, and that, that happens a lot I've had, I have that happen in some way too. So there's something about our minds and media that are connected. Absolutely. How, and how do, how do we make the leap between mind and media and mind and physical environment? Because there's something similar in those things too, but you have to be more randomly walking around. You have to break the patterns in order to be able to see them. So I'm going to leave that I'm going to leave that question just because it's wide open to answer that and, and try to see if there are some more difficulties people have had with the app. Yeah, um, it's interesting what you said about the music, because there's also a report that we or the, often we're getting that um, um, people are going on trips and they have Spotify running in random shuffle mode, you yeah. know. Yeah. To, to get some recommendations and and often it's the case that actually the songs that start playing have to do either with the intent that people had in mind or with things that they're just seeing on the road right now like it it, it uh, becomes almost the soundtrack of, the, <laughs> of this journey um, which is great and they're using yeah. the app or they're not yeah yeah they're, they're like while randonauting while they're randonauting yes. um 
All right. Well, we got to that. This is one of my fascinating subjects. So how, what's the relationship between the media experience that you've just described and I have and the 3D uh, experience? How do, they, how do they come together? Um, what, what do you mean by media experience? I, I, the, me, the, like the Spotify thing, hearing the song and it's, it's reflecting what's going on uh, in their journey. Uh, it's like a, it's like the soundtrack for their journeys. So, but that's that's coming from someplace else, not where they're sitting. It's it's not uh, where they run into somebody with a welcome sign. So yeah. the, there's 3D and there's random things running around on, on Spotify, and I'm trying to see how those connect up. Yeah, I think uh, it has a lot to do with what we said earlier that when you go on a random article trip that um, you just open your senses more to the actual world and maybe you even listen to the lyrics more uh, uh -huh, or, uh -huh, uh -huh. you know, and, and, and because of that, like, I think this coincidence between shuffle um, mode um, music that is being streamed and what you're seeing actually happens way more often in normal everyday life. But when you are randomizing, you are actually starting to pay attention to that. You know, like not many people, I mean, at least I, when I listen to music, I don't always pay attention to the lyrics. I also don't pay attention to, to traffic signs or to, to what, um, what the graffiti on the wall says, like the exact wording or what kind of pictures um, are like on, on newspapers that are lying on the floor and things like that. But when I render not, those are all those things are things that I pay attention to suddenly, the most mundane things. And, and when you have this mindset that the world is connected and um, that there's meaning everywhere, you just have to look at it, then it, it just comes popping up everywhere. <clears throat> I think that I might mean, be a big thing no, about that. I think so. I mean, I'm, there are many ways to increase coincidences. Um, they all come down to being able to look around in your environment because meaning might be there. And this app is a, a way to do that for people, is to get out of their usual ways of thinking and look around because there might be some signs and symbols around you. And I'm really blown away about the close parallels between what I'm doing with the Coincidence Project and what you guys are doing with this app. It's the parallels are, um, are, are remarkable. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we are also now open to collaborations with uh, also more people from the scientific community. Um, Right now, we're um, talking with uh, Julia Mossbridge, for example, whom you had on your show a couple of episodes ago, and uh, with the University of Denver uh, to, you know, to, to um, explore more possibilities. Um, that I can't get into all the details right now because it's not really, uh, um, we're not really finished yet with um, fleshing the ideas out, but um, yeah, there are many ways to 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 um, use Randonautica uh, for you know also to to just more rigorously explore those things. 
Oh, that's so cool that Julia Mossbridge is going to be working with you. She also is at the Institute for Noetic Sciences. Uh, and, and yeah, I thought she was important to me in a way because um, she was a trigger that helped me get away from doing a, a radio show uh, where, where I had some difficulties and doing my own podcast on, on YouTube. Uh, so I know her for twice. She's been on my show before that. And she's a parapsychological person and a great thinker. Uh, and she, she understands human GPS pretty well because uh, she gave me a good example of that in one of our, in our last interview. So she said, that's, I'm, being inv I'm getting involved with a group called the CSS um, Consortium. Coincidence, serendipity, and synchronicity are the CSS in it. And we're looking at encouraging people to tell coincidence stories to each other. And uh, I think I'm going to talk with the other guys uh, about it. And if you guys are open to seeing what we are doing, uh, I'd like to be able to send it to you. Yeah, absolutely. That would be uh, amazing. I mean, we are we are very thankful for for um, people like you or Julia who do, who are doing this, like you know, in a serious uh, scientific way. <laughs> Um, because because we have also uh, faced a lot of um, you know criticism <clears throat> from from even mainstream media uh, calling us a scam or like this is like you know um, this stuff like that cannot work so it must be a scam and and um, so yeah we are trying to you know to just show people that we're not just a scam and there are that there's actually uh, people researching into this field and 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 we want to collaborate with people like that to just you know to just show the world that that um it doesn't work as often advertised <laughs> yeah it, 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 the fundamental element of it is getting people out of their regular patterns their, their probability tunnels and opening them up to new possible looking for new possibilities that that shares so much of what uh, we're doing with the coincidence project that's fundamental to getting coincidences going so you in a in a different way using an app are helping encourage people to notice coincidences that that's the way I look at it. So you're, whether you know it or not, in my view, you're part of the coincidence project as a general thing that the that's going on in the world. And part of my job is helping to through these podcasts, really meeting people who are doing something like this. So we have a group called the coincidence ambassadors, who just are trying to do the same thing of getting it out there that coincidences really happen out there yeah. so we're, we're getting near the end of uh, our time um and there are problems in addition to what you said about mainstream media uh there are problems that people put youtube uh for example put youtube videos up that purport to use uh the app but they use it in a distorted way why don't you tell us some about those problems to warn the our listeners to what what's not what's not good going on out there yeah, that's a, that, that uh, was a big problem in the last month. Uh, I think it's changing now, um, but <clears throat> the problem is when you, for example, enter Randonautica in the search field of YouTube that you probably, the first 10 pages that you're getting 
uh, all kinds of ghost hunter stories or people that that uh, claim that they're being that they're using the app and then uh, they're being stalked uh, by strangers or um, that uh, they have seen you know found corpses or you know just uh, the 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 the, out, the strangest things that when you actually take a close look at the videos are completely fake uh, obviously fake, but but still, it it is a narrative that that went on and on and on that um, started getting us into trouble because we started having a lot of people um, using the app with the intention of wanting to find something terrible, uh, and and um, based on all the things that we talked about, if you have bad intentions. Um, while using the app, of course, it can it it is possible that you you might get uh, you you might might see something like that, and um, <clears throat> so uh, what we did is that we even reached out to some some of those content creators that uh, were obviously putting out fake content, and invited them to go on a genuine randonaut trip together with. Uh, with the with uh, Oberon, one of our co-founders, and um, and they agreed on on doing that and uh, had a, had like genuine, mind-blowing, positive intent trips, <laughs> and suddenly you realize, oh, so we don't have to fake ghost stories. We can actually use the app as intended, and and you know, have actual actual uh, nice experiences with it. That is a wonderful story. Instead of like bringing the law down on them, you went with, well, maybe you want to join us because you're interested in this and gave exactly. them a, a way to do it. Now, yeah, there is huge interest. I mean, people are getting, a lot of people are getting the idea. It's just that, you know, with all the influencer culture on YouTube, you also have to get content out that is that people actually watch. So so when when you when you are a genuine randonaut and you find some paper slip on some lawn that has a word on it that resonates with your intention, it doesn't get you the same clicks as somebody claiming they're being stalked while, you know, going ghost hunting in some abandoned house in the forest. So we totally understand why people are doing that. We just would like to, um, you know, collaborate with more people be that are genuinely interested in the in how the app works and change the narrative a bit to um, to what it can actually do. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to tell our, our, our listening, watching audience? Um, well, I mean, of course, uh, check out the app. Um, yeah. And uh, read. Uh, I also highly recommend going on the subreddit uh, because uh, there are a lot of really good stories out there because the subreddit has been the first uh, social media thing that we have used so there's a lot of people that are doing randonauting for a long time and you won't find ghost stories there uh, you will find more um, real genuine randonauting trips and people are taking photos and of course yes check out the the new um, what we call discover feed inside the app and and read some reports from inside the app now, people can also verbally record uh, what uh, a story of uh, can't they? Isn't it on the app now? Is that right? 
Uh, no, not yet. It's not right yet. now, it's just taking photos and writing something down. Okay. We're also in the process of including a survey, um, like a standardized survey for people. So we, in order to have those trip reports, you know, broken down into a standardized format so we can also analyze it in a much more meaningful way than, than just having a paragraph of, of text. I'd like to see that uh, survey because uh, I want to see how you break it down. So there's sure, some, I can show it to you. Uh, several things that I've been asking for from you, but I, I want to be able to to put in uh, the a subreddit link, uh, which and the link to the um, to, to the Randernaut uh, website in the in the bio art section of uh, of sure. what will be underneath what you have. So. We can do that too, and uh, and after we get off, I'm, I'm going to talk to you a little bit more about the the project that uh, I'm involved with, um, and see what um, what we what where we might be able to get some overlap. So we've come to the end of this. This has been utterly utterly fascinating um, to to be having a feeling about what this render not thing was, and seeing it even more clearly that it's very similar to what I'm doing with coincidences. It's, uh, but it's making them happen in a different way. I mean, I'm just above all, of all this, looking at the different things like, oh, wow, look, there's another way it happens or look at that or where they go. That's what I get to play that role, which is really fun. And now I'm saying, hey, this guy with an app is helping it and his group is helping make coincidences happen. And that's what we used to call groovy and far out. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's that's what's exciting me also a lot is that um, you know <clears throat> that uh, that we are reaching people who are not naturally already interested in the topic. Yes, just yes. From using the app, start uh, asking those questions. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's 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 being a coincidence ambassador in, in our terms. <laughs> that's what you're doing out there. So, to Tobias Rayoni. Last, thank you very much for uh, getting on my show, being on my show from the Canary Islands. I got to add that in there <laughs> where you are. Uh, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure, been a real pleasure talking with you. Well, the pleasure has been on my side. Thanks a lot.